Cuomo is out, and Mike Lindell's cyber symposium for election security has begun, revealing bombshell after bombshell allegations and evidence into election fraud controlled top-down by China. Now, meanwhile, we also have Fauci calling for yet more local vaccine mandates. All of this and more coming up in this brief video. We're going to keep it brief because we should all be watching Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium today after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Everyone knows vitamin C is essential. Researchers found store-bought potatoes lost over half their vitamin C value since 1951. That means you have to eat twice as many potatoes to block damage-causing free radicals and grow and repair tissues in all parts of your body. And what's that going to do for your waste? Another option? Introducing the new liposomal vitamin C from redpillliving.com. It tastes like pure liquid sunshine. Take it by spoon or mix it in a smoothie or yogurt. Then, our breakthrough liposomal technology delivers the powerful serving right where you need it most. Go to redpillliving.com forward slash C and give it a try. It's FDA certified, heavy metal free, Prop 65 compliant, gluten free and non-GMO. It's redpillliving.com forward slash C. Your waistline will thank you. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So kicking off this morning, Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium has been a long event. I mean, it is just filled with information. It is filled with experts, witnesses, whistleblowers, and just nonstop proof that this election was stolen, not just by the Democrats, but by George Soros and by China. This is war against our nation and the people who've stolen our nation are doing nothing to defend us against our enemies, folks. They are in line with them. Now, Fauci, definitely, certainly on the top of our problem list out there, is Dr. Death over here. Fauci is murdering people with his bad science, with his quack calls for masking, which leads to bacterial pneumonia, which he knew about studying at the NIH, the 1918, 1918 excuse me, flu, the Spanish flu. Now, continuing from there, his vaccines are killing people, and yet he wants them mandated for people. And they're not working. They're causing breakthrough viral outbreaks. They don't actually have the virus, of course, but they can't isolate the virus. But the vaccine itself is making people very, very sick. And when they tell you that you've got the Delta variant or whatever, Maybe, but they don't know because they can't test it, because they don't have the test, because they're all using the PCR test, even though the CDC and FDA have withdrawn approval for its emergency use because it doesn't work, and they admit that. Now, sure, new tests are coming, but it seems like they're just getting caught in a huge lie claiming that there's massive numbers of Delta variants they can't test for. But it only seems to be happening among the vaccinated. I don't know about you, but... Having not been vaccinated ever, I feel just fine. Now, moving on from there, I do want to mention that there is hope for people who've had the vaccine, who've had the spike protein that has been patented for 20 years or more, 
injected into their their bodies, you know, it causes permanent damage. It causes permanent mutation. It changes the way your DNA cells work. It changes the way your genetic code is written. And then your own cells begin to learn that lesson and copy it. So you eventually become a mutant. But there's hope. Pine needle tea and something called star anise, which most people have never heard of, both of them, believe it or not, quite cheap, are filled with shikimic acid and suramin, which are potentially, quite possibly, useful at stopping the replication of the mRNA in these vaccines, the poison that changes your cells. It won't reverse the damage already done. It won't kill those, you know, mutant cells, as far as I understand it, but it may help in the quality of life for those who took the vaccine and are now dealing with everything from blood clots to neurological problems to foggy memory to long COVID, everything. Not to mention the breakthrough Delta, Gamma, and communist variants that are coming. Moving on from there, I also want to mention Marjorie Taylor Greene, again suspended for saying that the FDA should not approve the COVID vaccines. She says the FDA should not approve the COVID vaccines. There are too many reports of infection and spread of COVID-19 among vaccinated people. These vaccines are failing and do not reduce the spread of the virus, and neither do masks. Vaccine mandates and passports violate individual freedoms. And I should add the Constitution and our God-given rights, which, you know, doesn't matter what courts or Politicians say at the end of the day, those are God-given rights and they're not theirs to take away from us just because they think that we're, you know, in trouble or have an emergency or have a pandemic or whatever. The Constitution doesn't end just because they say, oh, look, be scared. Now, Cuomo in New York has resigned following the sexual harassment allegations, which, of course, were a huge distraction that followed his mass murdering of elderly people in nursing homes, largely Republicans, and um, you know, still has not seen justice for that. Numerous politicians, even on the Democrat side, are calling for his arrest and investigation now. That would be a start around the sexual harassment, but that's nothing, again, compared to mass murder. Even if it was just manslaughter, and you could try to argue that it was involuntary, but of course he tried to cover up the mass murder and suppress the real numbers, and the cover-up shows the guilt, I would argue, inherent in the original crime. I mean, the cover-up is worse than the crime, they say. If you didn't know about it and you weren't guilty, why try to cover it up in the first place? So this is important to understand. The whole sexual harassment saga around Cuomo is a huge distraction so that they don't have to talk about how numerous Democrat governors mass-murdered people in elderly nursing homes and, by the way, other places as well, you know, like state-assisted living places for people who are, you know, mentally handicapped or something like that. You know, there are other situations, people in hospitals as well, at the mercy of, you know, the government that were murdered. I mean, like I covered before, in Canada, they were passing out morphine instead of treatment to elderly people who came down with the flu. I mean, they called it COVID when they died, but did they die of COVID or did they die because you put them to sleep? And you stopped their lungs with drugs like morphine or over in the UK. uh, Was it, um, I forget the name of it now. I just reported it a few days ago, but midazolam or something like that. 
it doesn't matter because it was, you know, lung depressants, morphine, whatever it may be. They're not treating them the way that they should. Why don't you give them some Tamiflu? Why not you? Why don't you give them some hydroxychloroquine? Why don't you give them some uh, ivermectin? I mean, if, at the very least, why can't you do the plasma-based treatments where you know people who've had it and develop natural immunity? They don't talk about those anymore. You know, the convalescent plasma where they're they're able to use people who've beaten the virus and have the antibodies, take the plasma out, separate the you know some of the other icky parts and put that cleaned plasma in someone else and it goes and fights and it teaches their body how to fight and they become essentially permanently immune just as though they had beaten it themselves it's a way to impart shared immunity through you know sharing your actual you know liquids but at least it's an option compared to murdering people with morphine that doesn't seem like a good option at the very least just let them sleep it off don't stop their lungs. But of course, we have seen time and time again, governments are in on it. Governments are, you know, doing this as part of their, you know, hush, hush, unofficial policy. But it's really official policy because we can go back to the 70s, the 80s, where people like Kissinger, who were he- heavily influential in our policy making and our, you know, f- our foreign policy making, especially, who who created that foreign aid system in order to, to, to push yeah, population control, population reduction, eugenics, what we're seeing now on the whole world. Do you think we're giving out these tens of millions of dollars to countries like Zimbabwe and everything else with no strings attached on what they need to do to earn that money or comply with our requests? You know, that's the way that they frame it because the world would have rejected a forced medical jab from America's elite or, or, you know, I won't even call it America's elite. I mean, these people are not American elites. They're, they're globalist elites from all of the blue blood, higher level circles of power and society from America to the EU, to Africa, to China. I mean, this is a, this is a us versus them thing. I mean, you guys all know about how many of the kings and queens and presidents were all related, right? Well, here's news. People like Joe Biden and Xi Jinping have a whole lot more in common. Oh, and that would include folks like Mitch McConnell or Paul Ryan or someone as well who we might consider, you know, a GOP or a Republican or at least a rhino. They have a lot more in common with each other than they do with us. I would even say that someone like Joe Biden, who's been a lifelong career politician and incredibly wealthy from it, for some reason, somehow, on that basic salary, which should not have made him that wealthy. Of course, we know he's getting billions from China through his son and all of the corruption there and the Hunter Biden laptop from hell and everything else. But I digress. We already know that, or at least we can assume that Joe Biden and Xi Jinping have more in common with each other than Joe Biden would with any regular American, you know, I certainly Kamala Harris with her just complete inability to read the room, her complete, you know, psychopathic, uh, she laughs at terrible misfortunes. She, she laughs about people asking her why she hasn't visited the border. I mean, she, she laughs at awkward times. She locks people up and then laughs about, uh, smoking pot and, and how many, you know, she's locked up how many people for doing so. And then she laughs about it. I mean, she's just a psychopathic person in general, in my opinion. Uh, continuing from there, um, I didn't mean to spend that much time on Cuomo. I just sort of, 
And that, that every time I hear Cuomo, I think mass murder of elderly people. And I think about my grandma, and I'm just so grateful she was not in a nursing home when all of this happened. But she still took the vaccine, and, you know, a lot of people did. I'm sure we all know someone that took the vaccine. I have a, I have a 19-year-old cousin who's got heart problems now because he had to take the vaccine to get into school. And, folks, that kid likes wearing his mask. We don't think about that too often, but what the hell is this doing to children? How many of these kids are going to get, you know, security blanket feelings for their mask? Which is, as I, you know, that's, that's what I'm seeing it here. Um, you know, he, he wanted to wear the mask, and, and I talked to his mom about it, and, you know, his sister about it, and, you know, they, they, he seems to like wearing the mask. He defended this medical, you know, face diaper of tyranny. How many of these kids are shy? Or how many of these kids are hiding behind the mask? How many of these kids are anxious after a year or two of wearing a mask to come out and show their face again to society? I mean, how many of them are dealing with insecurities around the way they look or, or you know, teenage acne or, or whatever and are happy to hide behind a mask and do not understand the social, societal, or, or future implications on their freedom by just going along with this new normal that they're trying to set. So moving on, President Trump is ripping the overrated Mitch McConnell and going after the infrastructure bill. He's saying that he does not have to be quiet anymore. You know, he's really tearing up Mitch McConnell as a turncoat, as a, as a rhino. And, and that's nothing new. We already knew all of that, of course. But this infrastructure bill specifically, and Trump is pointing this out, it is a huge win for Biden. It does nothing for Republicans. This is not about roads and bridges. I think they set aside like one or two billion or something for roads and bridges. But this is really about the trillions of dollars they're about to put into their global warming religion and changing policy uh, in the United States toward what we would not even recognize as a capitalist free society. Uh, they're, they're going to you know, try to push that new um, road tax rule where you're paying per mile that you drive. And it makes it basically eventually impossible for poor people to drive anywhere, really. But, you know, especially on leisurely trips, you know, people are going to cut back on on driving more and more. I mean, folks, we're 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 seeing the Republican Party, especially folks like Mitch McConnell and McCarthy, go along with the destruction of our republic with a smile on their face. And they pretend to be Republicans. And we know that they're certainly not um, representing the people. People don't want this. This is why they are losing massive popularity. This is why President Trump is, is helping to primary all of these rhinos, and he is having massive success. Everywhere, there is no election fraud. And we're going you know, to mention briefly a little bit about that on the way out with Mike Lindell's cyber symposium. I also want to mention that HHS... Health and Human Services funded organ harvesting projects from viable full-term babies as old, and I'm talking like 42 weeks, okay? You know, from 6 to 42 weeks is what they were collecting samples from. But everything after 15 weeks is technically able to survive or at least has a chance. 15 is pretty early, and that's modern science, okay? But even back in the 90s, 23, 24 weeks, or even before that in the 70s, 28 weeks when Roe v. Wade was decided, was seen as the point of viability. 
what in the hell are you doing murdering babies at 42 weeks for their organs? By the hundreds on a yearly case. That is a question America must know the answer to. And this is a business, folks. They funded $2.7 million of our taxpayers' dollars to this. We have all funded this. You and I have funded these baby murders and harvests. This is disgusting. It is sick, and it must stop. This is a, an atrocity and an abomination. Now, Mike Lindell, again at the Mike Lindell Cyber Symposium, is saying that his whistleblower's office was raided tonight, basically as she spoke. I mean, she came over and 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 sort of let everybody know what was happening. But um, you know, the, the whistleblower's office was raided, probably because she's speaking out, helping to to show some of the fraud. Um, and you know, there is the question of that password, which only the Secretary of State probably had. So. You know, how did that get out there, too? So there's a lot going on right now. And, um, you know, this, this cyber symposium is, is where all eyes are focused. And everyone is kind of hoping that this is going to get us somewhere toward honest elections again. Folks, I don't know where it goes. I don't know if Mike Lindell can pull it off. I mean, certainly we've already won the court of public opinion. But where does that go? The states are pushing toward the audits and they're going to keep pushing. And then eventually they're going to try to take that power back from the federal government. I don't know what happens at that point. I suspect that they are going to weaponize the three letter agencies to start arresting state lawmakers. It would not be the first time and I'm sure it won't be the last that that happens. But we have to be on guard and be careful because this is the the most critical time in our nation's history. And yeah, this is it. I mean, we're at the sort of the finish line. This is for all of the cookies, folks. We win here or we fall forever. Now, I also want to mention before we close out that Rand Paul is calling, just like myself, for resistance to this medical tyranny and the lockdowns and the masks and the nonsense. I'm going to play that video for you, but before I do, I do, I do want to close out and briefly say thank you for watching this. I hope you found it to be of value. If you did, please consider, as always, liking, sharing, subscribing. Send this to people that you care about, that you want to be informed. You know, this is, you, you can't save them all, but you've got to try, right? That's how I always felt. That's how I, that's how I got into this, um, this, uh, you know, this gig or career as a journalist, as a YouTuber before I was banned. Um, you know, just as a, as a person speaking truth to power, because, you know, I, I just, I tried to save my family. I tried to protect them from genetically modified organisms and the food. I tried to protect them from the chemicals, the glyphosate, which killed my grandfather with the Roundup Ready, you know, products. I've tried to protect them from the junk that they put in the, you know, uh, the, the modern medicine. I'm trying to protect my grandmother now from all the drugs that they have her on with just information. That's always been my passion and trying to share options for people trying to share the truth with people so that they don't have to suffer i, I really you know it, it bothers me to see suffering out there at such a massive level and that's sort of my motivation for pushing back against the bullies if you support that you know remember we're 100 listener funded uh, you can support us by going to donate at nemosnewsnetwork.com donate or if you'd like you can shop with our patriot sponsors check out thegreatawakeningcoffee.com we have some really incredible gourmet coffee. We have some organic coffees. We have, you know, origin, single origin blends from all over the world. We have a couple of mixes. 
it's really good. The quality is second to none. And our specialty at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com is waking people up. Now, we'll see you on the next one. Here's that video from Rand Paul. And by the way, if you use the coupon code NEMOS, you'll get a 15% discount at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com, redpillliving.com, or any of our other websites. There's my dogs. They must need me. I'll see you guys on the next one. Here's Rand Paul calling for resistance to tyranny.